Here at Miss Teacher Mom, we recognize the great privilege and responsibility that we have as parents to educate our children. Beyond math and phonics, this also includes building their characters, molding their hearts, and reaching their souls, a burden too big to carry on our own. We sense the call to missional motherhood, but we could use some help from those who have more experience and wisdom than us. So we're calling upon some wonderful godly women and men to encourage and equip us as we seek to raise our kids with eternity in mind. On the previous episode, we had the opportunity to talk to Dana Stinson about the mission of motherhood. Today, we're finishing our conversation. I would think that most of the people listening to this podcast would say, yeah, we are Christians and we believe that our kids' souls matter. They might say we want our kids to be in heaven with us and we know that that's through Christ, but then our day-to-day lives aren't really agreeing with those sentiments. Um, I think of moms who are overpacking our schedules and forgetting the call to missional motherhood, or we're dazing into our phones all day and forgetting the call to missional motherhood, or we're discouraged by the seemingly mundane tasks associated with motherhood and forgetting the call to motherhood. So what can you say to moms who we would say we agree with you, but we are forgetting that their eternity has anything to do with what's going on now and what we're doing now. Yeah, I think that's just the nature of living in the world that we live in. And so um, whether it's, yeah, so we're prone to go our own way and forget get caught up in the things that we can do and be successful at. And so I think whenever I look at what really has kept me sort of trying to, with the Lord's grace every day, you know, walk in this path as best I can. um, I think one of the things that came to mind is that how I actually view my role in all of this. So for me, what has been key is to view my role really not as serving my husband or children, but as really getting it in my mind that I am serving the Lord in this particular way that he has commanded me. It's a it is a command that he's given me as a mom. And if you're, you know, married, your spouse, these are commands that the Lord has given me. So if I'm a Christian, then, um, and if I'm a Christian mom, then he's told me that this is the way that I'm supposed to raise my children. So ultimately, um, it's about my obedience and and my understanding that what I'm doing in the home is really serving him. And while my kids are wonderful and I love them, they're sinful and they're flawed. And so is my husband. And they have and they will continue to, dis- to disappoint me. And there is no way possible that they're going to be able to meet my needs. So if I place that expectation on them, then I'm always going to be tempted to give up, to grow weary and be resentful. Um, But the Bible tells me that the Lord came to serve, 
not to be served. And I am never more like Christ than when I'm serving. So I, I long for his approval and anything that comes from my husband and kids, I consider to just be icing on the cake. And if I actually believe that, then I am able to remember that call and every day ask the Lord, you know, Lord, I'm going to serve you today. I want to bring you glory with the way that I um, love my husband and love my children. And, um, and I want you at the end of the day to be pleased with me. Help me to do the things that I need to do and make the decisions that I need to do for you. And if I can just keep that at the forefront of, the, of my mind, and I believe that I have, um, that has been critical to just keeping me on the mission. And I think secondly, you alluded to it earlier, is to acknowledge that, you know, whatever job you have, any job, secular or in the Christian world, um, every job carries with it mundane and uninspiring tasks. And motherhood is filled with its with those things. So if I get out of balance and start viewing those things, dishes and laundry and diapers and beds and, you know, having to sh grocery shop and plan and stay on a budget and keep everybody's schedules together and all of those things. If I focus on those things, I 100% um, wouldn't get out of bed in the morning. And, and it is true. I've often said that they don't motivate me. None of that motivates me. And so what ultimately over the years has kept me going is understanding that there are eight souls that will never die in my house. They are going somewhere. They're going to heaven or they're going to hell. I can't control those things, but I can for the short period of years that the Lord has entrusted them to me. I can spend the majority of my time showing them Christ and pouring into their lives as best as I can. And when I keep that in mind, then I can get out of bed every day knowing that I'm going to do those same mundane tasks, but at the same time realizing that I get to do the greatest task of all, which is to just um, tend to their souls. So I'm comforted and I want each of the people listening to be comforted also that God chose me to be the mother of these unique and particular eight children. He didn't choose me for yours and he chose me for them. And so that means even on the worst parenting day, and I have had a lot of really bad parenting days over the years, I am still the best mom for them. 
And so I am not a perfect parent, but I was perfectly chosen for these eight kids. And that has kept me from being defeated and comparing myself to others. So I think those three things um, have been key to sort of keeping me in the right direction. Thank you so much. I sit here with conviction and encouragement. I'd love to close by asking if you have any last words of encouragement for moms seeking to raise their kids with eternity in mind. Yeah, I think, I think first, you know, we can't really be missional moms if we don't have a growing and authentic walk with the Lord. So what the Lord has called us to as, as Christian parents is really hard. It's, um, I know it's really hard because, you know, a lot of Christian parents have sort of thrown their hands up in the air, right? And so none of us are able to do this hard work if we don't have a growing and authentic walk with the Lord. So you and I are not going to be able to give to our children what we don't possess already from him. So I think I would just encourage moms out there to acknowledge your weaknesses and your sin before the Lord. And the Bible tells us that if we we have to diligently seek him first on our own. And then every other thing to include how well we can parent or any other good thing um, will come. But we first have to seek him. And so um, I would encourage moms to, to do that, to take an inventory of where they're at. Um, and make sure and that that their walk is authentic and and growing. And then secondly, I think I would say you've got to find someone older who can spend time with you and give you wisdom and speak into your life and be honest. I don't know what has happened, but for some reason I think it's really popular for young moms, you know, to meet with other young moms and give each other advice and bounce ideas off of each other. And I think that's a great way to, to pray together and to encourage each other. But that's not the way the Bible has set it up. The Bible has said that older women are to teach the younger women how to love their husbands and love their children. And so while getting together to encourage each other is great, I think it's absolutely essential and necessary that you also have someone in your life who is older and farther down the road and who would be able to um, challenge you and keep you from making mistakes in ways that someone your own age can't. So I still do that. I still pray. I have a mentor and we talk on the phone and um, she's 78 years old and we pray together and we meet every Tuesday together. And so I don't think there's ever a time 
when I haven't tried to be connected with someone um, older than I am, farther down the road, who can challenge me in many different areas. So I sought that person out even now as an, and I'm, you know, 51. I think it's the younger woman's job to seek that out. And so, and to go to an older woman and, you know, come prepared with a list of questions or a challenge you're having, or maybe you've noticed someone that does something awesome in your church and you want to learn how to do that. You want to knit or learn something. That's a good way to sort of, you know, enter into a relationship with someone where an older person, you know, doesn't think, wow, this person is going to just suck the life out of me and be with me, want to be with me 24 seven and all of that kind of thing. And so, you know, come prepared and ask and keep asking until you find someone who is willing to do that. So, um, and then lastly, in just a really simple way, it is not easy to parent kids. It's exhausting at every level. You know, you think when your kids are young, you're exhausted because it's physically demanding. And then you have a bunch of kids like I do who are all teenagers and adults at the same time. And then you experience emotional exhaustion because it's to a whole nother level. And so all of that, you know, is going to, overwhelm us at times and we can easily get caught up in doing all of those things and, um, you know, planning for the next event. And, but I think sometimes when we do that, we miss opportunities. And what I've realized over the years is, you know, when I first started out, I, I did that too. I got caught up in all of the things that I thought were necessary, so many that I missed some awesome opportunities to make lasting memories with my kids. And so I would just encourage you, enjoy your children, you know, and if you are on the path of missional motherhood, you're going to enjoy your kids a lot more than, um, than the average person. And so Um, I would say just take time out and enjoy them. That's the perfect way to end this episode. Thank you so much for your time, Dana. Thank you so much, Caitlin. I hope that today's episode was a blessing to you. Did you know that I've also written a handful of children's books? You can check those out at MissTeacherMom.com. And please join us next week for another episode on the Miss Teacher Mom podcast.